Dear Cheap Astronomy, how will we find the first evidence of extraterrestrial life? Well, of course we don't know. The question is more an invitation to review the various options and rank the relative likelihood of those options based on the information we have to hand. So, it's possible that we may find evidence of intelligent life in the form of an electromagnetic signal of technological origin coming from another star system. However, signal attenuation over light-year distances means it's not likely that our current technology could detect signs of Earth's civilization from more than about five light-years away, and there aren't that many star systems within a five light-year radius of ours. It's also been our experience on Earth that as technology advances, we become more radio quiet, favouring cable and fibre optics instead of open-air broadcasting. Indeed, a civilization that developed underground wouldn't find much use for electromagnetic transmissions at all, at least not until they started space exploration. In any case, we've detected nothing to date and may well continue detecting nothing for a long time to come. But the absence of evidence is not evidence of absence. Fermi's paradox is based on some naive assumptions. Another option is that we'll find evidence of fossilised life on a meteor that's come from somewhere else in the solar system. Kind of like the 1996 claim of fossilised life found on ALH A4001, a meteorite from Mars with microscopic structures allegedly resembling bacteria, although that's a claim that's never really gained wide acceptance. Nonetheless, Finding such fossils is possible. Indeed, one day, we might even find fossils on an extrasolar object that's in transit through our system. However, while all this is possible, it is a low probability option. After all, Earth must be a rich source of space-transiting rocks that have been thrown up by meteor impacts. But those rocks would be an exceedingly tiny proportion of all the rocks that are to be found floating around the solar system, let alone outside it. So just on that basis, we should assume that you are vastly more likely to find a space rock with no evidence of life than a space rock with evidence. Of course, we do have other options for finding life in the solar system. For example, we've now had several rovers exploring the surface of Mars. These are yet to find any evidence of either fossilised or living life, but it's certainly worth pursuing further surface exploration as well as doing sample returns. Given the extent of the search so far, no one's expecting we'll find more than microbial-scale life, but that would still be quite something. The other major search frontiers in the solar system include the oceans of gas giant moons, notably Europa and Enceladus, which have confirmed liquid water oceans beneath an icy crust. After that, there's Venus's cloud tops, which do have life-friendly temperature and pressure zones, although there's no water. The recent discovery of phosphine in Venus's atmosphere represents little more than weak circumstantial evidence where life might be one explanation for its presence, 
Notwithstanding, there's still much debate about whether, or how much phosphine, we've really detected there. Anyhow, to date, we've taken an appropriately probability-based approach to searching for extraterrestrial life. SETI, the Astronomical Search for Extraterrestrial Intelligence, kicked off in the early 1960s and is still going strong. And as soon as we could get to Mars, we started looking there for life, and that's still going strong. The next best options of the gas giant moons and Venus's cloud tops have already been investigated with spacecraft missions, and there are plans to go back for a closer look in the next decade or two. Indeed, anywhere we go in space, we do always keep an eye out, just in case. Of course, with life on Earth being the only life we know of, we have a natural bias to look for the same kind of life elsewhere. Genuinely alien life may be of a form that we haven't considered yet, and hence we could be looking in the wrong places. Nonetheless, alien life should share some common principles of chemistry and structure, at least to the extent of supporting growth and reproduction, and also evolution, which may be a mandatory factor if life forms are to become capable of making and wielding technology.